Every week they talk about music coming into Milwaukee and music coming out of Milwaukee. Here's Evan Ritleski of 88.9 and Piet Levy of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. This is Tapped In. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Tapped In. I am Evan, here as always with Piet. And this week's show is probably the show we look forward to the most all year long. This week, we are talking about our favorite Milwaukee albums of 2021. There are a lot we want to get into. Piet, let's kick it off. Share a great album with the people. So many good ones. I'll start with Lunar Eclipse by Johanna Rose. Uh, Johanna has been making music in Milwaukee for years and years and been in a variety of different projects, done uh, you know a lot of different kinds of things, and always been a very impressive, committed musician. But Lunar Eclipse, I think, is a new leap for them. Um, it's just really beautifully done. It, basically, the, the backstory is that you know when the pandemic hit, Yo- uh, Johanna left Milwaukee, and they went to uh, Vermont, and they lived there for the summer. They built a treehouse. They kind of lived out in in the woods and they really kind of did a lot of self-reflection they also uh learned to play acoustic guitar that's something that uh johanna wasn't playing before the pandemic and just put together some really beautiful vulnerable wonderful songs i think the best songwriting that johanna's ever done and that's saying a lot because johanna has done a lot of really great stuff over the years so really love that album yeah, that is one I spent so much time with. Another one I want to give a nod to, and this is this is a specialty product. I was thinking about this band. This is a band Milwaukee has that no other city has a band quite like them. This is Telethon, whose new album, Swim Out Past the Breakers, really, really blew me away. Uh, this album is busy, is I think the word you would describe it. Uh, Telethon is kind of a power pop band. But uh, they do a little bit of everything. They do a little bit of pop punk, a little bit of like Elton John, rock operas, lots of glockenspiels and horns. There's there's a lot of implied ska on the album. It's not literally a ska album, but you can tell these dudes listen to ska. And the album is just a blast. I mean, I, I think uh, here, here's this band with this like this energy and excitement and the, all of these ideas that they tried to cram into these tight songs. And it is just hook after hook and it does not quit um i also love that they bring in all these guests on the album they bring in franz nicolay of the hold steady oceanator chris farin uh the guy from the jayhawks is on a song they are just a band that goes for it they just go big when they're when they're recording they go how can we make this song big how can we add more and uh you would think that would get fatiguing i think it could with a lot of bands um, but this band's songwriting is so clever. I just, they they really nail it. There is not another band in the world like Telethon. We're really lucky to have them. Absolutely, really lucky to have them. They've been doing some really bold things for a few albums now. I think the one that really caught my attention, yours, was this double uh, this double album, like, you know, rock opera thing, The Grand Spontanean a few years ago. It was so insanely ambitious and should have you know imploded and it didn't it was like so spectacular <laughs> and and all the things you said are great and true one thing to add amazing live band so fun live probably the probably the most exciting live band in town so when you get out to a show you can see telethon see telethon uh piet you've got another favorite you want to share with us here yeah, so for my list for the Journal Sentinel, I've got the list of kind of local artists, but I also wanted to do a shout out to uh, artists who are from Milwaukee, but may not necessarily live in Milwaukee anymore, because there's some really good stuff from people who are representing the city outside of the city. And that includes Grace Weber, who uh, has been making music for a really long time, some really great R&B stuff uh, since like, you know, the early 2010s. 
but her latest album beautiful space is just a stunner she worked on it uh started working on it several years ago with the creative team that works with chance the rapper so with the uh, nico segal and nate fox and peter cottontail and those those two worlds just click so well they work they really complement each other where you know grace's really gorgeous kind of church groomed voice is really well matched with the sort of fun kind of um you know light um hip-hop gospel sort of production that you might hear on, on chance the rapper's material they just work so so well together beautiful songs the best song she's ever done all right stick around we've got so many more that we're going to get into uh those are just the tip of the iceberg uh got some ones i'm so excited to hear piet's opinions about that is coming up on the rest of the podcast stick around after the break It's the most charitable time of year, and we have a way for you to give a gift to Radio Milwaukee and yourself. Donate your unwanted car, truck, motorcycle, or boat, and let us take it off your hands. Your gift will support the music and stories you enjoy every day, and it may even qualify you for a tax deduction. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org cars to schedule your free donation pickup today. All right, we are back. Evan, Piet, Tapton, Milwaukee, albums of 2021. Some really, really, really good ones to get into. Like I said, uh, we barely scratched the surface in the, the top of the uh, episode here. Piet, the next one that I want to talk about is a favorite of the entire station. I, I don't like to speak on behalf of the station. You know, I'm just just one one critic there. I've got my own tastes. That's what I'm sharing today. But I, I think it's safe to say this is an act that really blew away everybody at Radio Milwaukee. Uh, this is Gego Inoni, whose debut album, Tiempo, was really something we hadn't heard in Milwaukee before. It is uh, a beautifully produced reggaeton album that holds its own with anything going on in that world, which is not a, a small thing to say. It is a big world. It is a hard world to compete in. For a band uh, from Milwaukee, to, to do music of that caliber from the city, it, it, it's amazing. But I also think you understand sell the album sometimes. I think I've undersold the album just by saying, hey, it's it sounds like a professional reggaeton album because it does have its its own feel. Um, this this album, it sustains just this absolutely dreamy vibe. It's it's so smooth and easygoing. It's got all these like beautifully rounded edges. The whole album is just bliss. It just has a tone and a feel really unlike any reggaeton album I've ever heard. And and I was just addicted. <laughs> it was like, it's got big singles that that, that draw you in and then it's just got this vibe that keeps you there. I I am blown away by what those two have done. It's really an incredible story. And, and that album is so spectacular. I mean, everything you said is just spot on because, you know, it, it does, I mean, it, it, it is, it sounds like something that's coming out of, you know, the a-list level of, of reggaeton artists right now but it's done here in milwaukee by by beginners basically i mean you know people who clearly know the craft and study the craft and and they honor it and they match the high quality that is needed for excellent reggaeton but at the same time bring their own style mm -hmm. to it uh it's it's just stunning and i really hope that these guys uh get more notice beyond beyond milwaukee too it's wonderful that milwaukee um which has never really had reggaeton artists really before has them now. And they're so good that I really want to see these guys just kind of explode 
uh, internationally. I think they really deserve it just based on this one album, uh, whether it's as, as their own artists releasing music or as incredible songwriters and producers for major, major acts. I mean, they deserve it. They need their phones just ringing off the hook constantly. They're just that good. Piet, you nailed it. Yeah, I mean, I, and it's not to minimize what they've done because I think they had a huge year. They, they played everywhere. They found their audience so fast. It is not easy to dominate a market the way that they did. That alone is impressive. But yeah, already you're thinking, what is next for these two? I think they'll get there. I mean, I'm not saying they'll become international stars or something because, you know, I'm, I'm a realist, but I think they'll get there. I mean, I think this is this is music too good to, to just keep siloed in Milwaukee. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what, what you got next for us, man? I'm going to say the same thing for this artist, although it's a very different type of music. Um, it's uh, Eric Shycott, um, who is a country artist. I don't think has a lot of notice in Milwaukee. Um, but got some notice well beyond Milwaukee because uh, Shycott's debut project was released on a Shooter Jennings album uh, label, excuse me, um, which is really high praise. And man, if you if you love like old school kind of outlaw country songs, you love like Waylon Jennings st- uh, style, you love the, the voice of Johnny Cash, you love that kind of old stuff. Oh, it's just, it's just like perfect for you. It's just like a shot of whiskey and hair's growing right <laughs> out of your chest when you listen to this thing. It's just so good. I mean, what's, what's really incredible is, is Shycott has an amazing bass baritone voice. It's just like, I mean, that thing could just like stop a train. It's just so, so good. It's so <laughs> strong and so powerful. And he's got these really great kind of songs that, com- you know, that complement that about, you know, hard, hard work and hard living. And, you know, the, the guy, he, you know, again, he doesn't play in Milwaukee very often because his, uh, his full-time job is that he's a full-time iron worker and he travels around uh, the country and he builds like fire training towers for, for like fire departments. That's what he does. So, I mean, this is a dude that's just like out there, just, you know, hitting the hammer on the iron. <laughs> and then at, at night, you know, he's just taking back a shot and just strumming the guitar and just be like, Oh, and it's just, everything. It's just, it's just amazing. It's just occasionally a- tackling a wolf. Yeah. With his bare arms. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. So I I feel like you've, I feel like you made this guy up yet. Where (laughs) hypothetically, if I wanted to see him, like, where does this guy usually play? Where does he gig? I don't think I haven't seen him do gigs yet in Milwaukee. That's what's kind of amazing. I I am eager to talk to him at some point. I still haven't interviewed him. I just, you know, a publicist (laughs) reached out to me and was like, check this out. I was like, okay, I don't know this guy, but I will. And I was just like, whoa, this is really good. And, um, you know, that's, that's it. I, I wrote a review of his album, which is one of my favorites will be on my list. And, uh, his dad emailed a thank you email. That's kind of the extent of where I've got. So I think he exists unless the dad is also a fictitious character. And this is a big long con, but either way, this music is really good. Even if, if, if it, it's all just made up and, and processed in a factory, like a, where, you know, studio somewhere. It's just all make believe. It's so good. You got to check it out. I can say you sold me, Piet. I was like, oh, go, okay, country guy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna zone out while Piet describes this one and politely <laughs> nod my head. Oh, country sounds good. Yes. Oh, yes. Small town concerns. Yes. Very respectable. <laughs> that was not that. That that is right up my alley, Piet. Yeah, check it out. Uh, talking talking about an artist that's probably more familiar to most of our listeners. You knew he was going to be on the list, right? Uh, there's, there's no way this artist was going to release an album that wasn't going to be on our, our best Milwaukee albums list. This is Webster X, uh, whose new album One of One uh, dropped late this year, and it, it is wonderful, and it does also surprise to me. You know, I think of Webster X as a, uh, as an important artist, as, as a big artist 
the type of artist who can make big statements. I don't know that One of One is the big statement album I was expecting from him. It's In some ways, it's a small album. It's it's uh, 11 songs or short. It's half an hour. Uh, it, it doesn't feel bloated. It, it, there's not a lot of like dead weight on it. But the songs themselves are like classic Webstrax. They're so punchy. Um, Webstrax is one of those rappers who just, his approach to a song is so different. You know, the melodies he pulls out of the air are so different. The energy he draws from punk and from indie rock is so different. Uh, his flows just bend in the weirdest ways. It's just like everything is just created from original parts when you're listening to Webster X. And I think this album just really, really captures that. It's it's a fast listen. It's it's punchy. Some of it reminds me of, not sonically, but, but in terms of like spirit, a little bit of public enemy where you're just listening like, I want to pump my fist to this. Um, it's, a, it's a rowdy record. Uh, I, I really, really love it. I He came through. I mean, I expected he would come through, but he came through in a different way than I expected. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic album. I think what's so interesting about him too is like you said, he's a statement artist um, in, in, in hip hop. It's been four years since his last project. Four years is like basically four hundred years. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of a lot of hip hop artists. It's just all about churning the content, churning the content, churning the content, and that's just kind of the the demand right now. And he's not that. I mean, he takes his time, and you know, because of that, I think there there is a lot of expectation and anticipation. I think probably I was going in like you, thinking this will be a really big project and and you're right it's not it's 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 pretty lean and but it's still so effective and it's so good and it just really warrants repeat listens and uh he's just he's he's excellent he's just like once again just really consistently really good kind of broadening out his perspective a little bit it's a little less introspective i feel like than uh mm -hmm. than uh daymares his previous album which i think is is really welcome here and really well done uh and i'm looking forward to hearing the next project in you know five years i think it'll be fantastic <laughs> i hope he doesn't wait that long i i, I for it's it's too little music uh, you know i don't want him to rush it yeah but i also know he's got more in the vault and i, I want to hear what what else he's got in the vault his is a voice i need in my life yeah absolutely I, me too me too so keep cranking them out please webster please do it let's talk about uh while we're talking about rap this is the other artist you knew we had to include there's just we've talked about her so much and for good reason uh and she just had we knew she was going to have a big year she had a bigger year than we thought she'd have this is lakia uh really uh really the Cinderella story of the Milwaukee rap scene. You know, uh, this self-made talent who uh, moved to Atlanta, broke through in the biggest way on one of the biggest labels in hip-hop, quality control, and has since really been living out, I mean, a fairy tale. <laughs> She's surrounded by the biggest stars in the industry. She records with many of them. She's on the biggest playlists on Spotify. She's doing huge streams, and she's only just started... Um, just incredible. It's it's impossible not to cheer for her. And of course, she's she's been riding for Milwaukee the whole time. You know, she's kept these ties from with Milwaukee as we've discussed on this show, uh, which is so exciting. So she put out two projects this year that that we had to pick from. The the first was called uh, In Due Time, and it's it's great. I mean, it's it's pretty much her in a nutshell. It's a super tight, super focused, super fierce. She's another rapper who just does not waste a word. Uh, she respects your time. But I'm giving the edge to her second project. 
which is a little different. It's called My Time. And this is her Gangster Grills mixtape. This is the mixtape she recorded with DJ Drama. And just like you'd expect, that means it's a little weirder, a little wilder. Uh, there's a little bit more variety in the beats. It's a little bit clubbier in patches. It just feels a little bit more like a, a showcase for all the other things she can do. If her first project was like, this is what I do in a nutshell, this is like, this is other stuff I do really, really well. Um, it's got bangers on it. It's got these wild beats. I, I'm just, I'm entertained. I, there, listening to this, like, I think with some of Lakia's past projects, I listen and I'll nod and I'll be like, damn, she's good. Because <laughs> that's like the only response you can have listening to her is like, damn, she's good. This is the one that had me just grinning like a kid. Like, oh my God, this is fun. Uh, it is, it is such a blast. I'm so proud of her. I'm so proud of the city. We have our own gangster grills. Amazing. It's it's like everything I've wanted. Yeah, no, she's incredible. She's earned it. She's deserved it. And she did kind of come out of nowhere because she was basically doing these things on on her Instagram page and going viral there. She wasn't like working the, the, the club circuit in Milwaukee or anything. And, um, you know, it, she was just so good that quality control couldn't ignore her. I mean, her fans were just hitting up the club, DMing the quality control people and be like, you need a signer, you need a signer. And, you know, she was doing... Um, you know, freestyles like little baby stuff and little baby was like given his nod of approval and now she's hanging out with little baby. <laughs> um, it's just, it's just, it's really stunning. Yeah. I think those projects are so good. She's released three projects like mixtapes, like I mean, basically full length albums more or less uh, in like less than a year's time. I mean, she signed like July, 2020. We can't, you know, underestimate uh, and really understate how much stuff she's making <laughs> so, and, and really yeah. high quality stuff working with really incredible artists like uh, Taiga and Gucci Mane and drama, like you mentioned, and Moneybag Yo, uh, City Girls. I mean, she's just working with so many great people. And at the same time, uh, you know, and she can do so many different things. I mean, she definitely goes into the Atlanta thing. She can do some really good, vulnerable R&B, a lot of swagger, all sorts of stuff. Um, But Milwaukee is still very central to her character and central to her identity. She's in Bucks gear and holding up the uh, championship trophy on the cover of My Time. She's got this song with T Grizzly from Detroit, 414313, which is incredible. It's just it's a celebration of both of those scenes, kind of similar street rap sounds. And it's just a really wonderful track where they're just the two of them are just kind of going back and forth. It's not just like T Grizzly drops in for like five seconds. I mean, it's like really an amazing collaborative project all the way through. And she's just outstanding. I mean, what an incredible first 12 months. I can't imagine what the next 12 months will be like. Every every record, you know, everything that's been on every Milwaukee rapper's wish list, pretty much, she's done. You know, like XXL Freshman, yeah. for, for decades, Milwaukee's, Milwaukeeans have wanted to crack that list. She did. Like, it was no big deal. And she did so much else, we like forgot to mention it till the end, <laughs> till the end of this segment, because she, she's just accomplished that much. Uh, now what she needs is that big mega crossover hit. That's that's the only thing she doesn't have is that like huge hit that makes her like a household name. Will she get there? She might. She really might. I mean, it's going to be interesting to watch next year. It's uh we're all rooting for her, that's for sure. Yeah, she's got really great people in her corner and doing really great things. Playing playing the festival circuit. She was at all the Rolling Louds this year. Uh, yeah, I think next year is going to be even bigger for her. I mean, she's definitely off to an amazing start. Uh, you got a couple more great picks for us, Piet. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple more I'll, I'll mention. I'm going to start with uh, Jabril Youssef, 
who is an artist I knew nothing about until suddenly there was a full-length album that uh, I was you know, notified about uh, this spring, I believe it's spring or summer, called Wild Love. And, uh, you know, I, the, what I, how I found it about basically was the producer, uh, his name's Isaac Shavako. Um, he, uh, stage name is DMT. And many years ago, he worked with a local rapper named Pharaoh. And I thought his production work with Pharaoh was really, really good. And they were a really good pairing. Uh, that's how I met like Sister Strings. Um, I remember they kind of came into our studio and did a session with uh, DMT and Pharaoh. And I mean, really kind of ahead of his time, the kind of stuff he was doing. I think he works for Google. He lives in Los Angeles. So he's been kind of checked out a little bit on, on the Milwaukee music scene, but still uh, linked up with uh, Jabril and made a really kind of beautiful, lush pop album. It's just really kind of stunning. I mean, it's, it's amazing that the album really starts like in the middle of a song, which is a really kind of bold choice to do. Like you put it on, there's no kind of fade in or anything. There's no warm up. It's like, you, you feel like you're in the middle of a, mm. of a, of a, of a bridge. And it's like, and that's what the album's like. It just kind of takes you really, really quickly and it kind of whisks you away. And, and uh, Yusef's, uh, you know, lyrics are really kind of personal and it really seems like, it's, it's really kind of evoking this sort of, um, you know, almost like a spiritual journey that they uh, have been on. Uh, and it's just done through this really beautiful kind of lush, gorgeous tapestry with DMT's production work. Really good stuff. Really good stuff. I, I was so drawn in from my first play on that record. I, I was just, the production, the voice, the way they play together, uh, it, 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 was, it was dreamy, it was otherworldly. I was just like, whoa. Uh, it's, uh, it's a, it's a great record. It's, you got to check it out at least once. I really, it is an experience, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And the other one I'll, I'll do a, a little shout out for, you know, I, I, I have a top 10 list. that will be at JS online. Um, there were a lot of really good candidates that didn't quite make the top 10. And I feel like it was a really good year for like, kind of like, you know, broadly speaking, Americana singer songwriters. There was a really good mm -hmm. album from Trapper Shep really good album from the Chris Hayes band. Um, and they didn't quite make my top 10, but they were really close. But in, in terms of that genre, that world, I think I had to give the edge uh, for my for my personal top 10 to this uh, artist I also didn't know much about. Uh, Next Paperback Hero, which is the stage name for Nathan Honoré, um, who has does a really interesting thing with this. It's not just like strictly a singer-songwriter album. There's really... Uh, interesting touches. There's kind of like some light jazz kind of stuff on there with, with a little bit of saxophone. It kind of reminds me of like Bonavere's Bonavere era a little bit, uh, maybe a little less you know out there, but uh, kind of in that same vein. Uh, there's a song on there that sounds very similar to like a Simon and Garfunkel kind of song. It's just really well done. Um, you know, the National. Uh, it reminds me of the National. When I listen to the closing track. Uh, Don't take my energy because you, you've got this feeling of kind of like hopelessness and also this feeling of hope. And it's kind of like the, like walking this like tightrope between those two worlds that the National can do really well sometimes. Um, I think it's a really good album, and it just kind of quietly uh, crept up in the fall. I don't. I haven't heard a lot of people talking about it, but it's one that people should definitely check up on. It, it is so well done, and that is hard music to do that well. <laughs> you know. It, it, there's so much singer-songwriter music out there, you know, especially after the quarantine where everybody was yeah. just kind of holed up, recording, recording, recording. You you can tell what kind of goes that extra mile. This one really does. You know, my my final pick, Piet, I went back and forth whether to include this, but I got to because it is it is so good. This is Survivor's Guilt by the MT Twins. We've talked a lot about the MT Twins. You know, for a long time, I think they were seen as like the biggest potential stars in in Milwaukee's uh, rap scene just because they were charismatic they they uh 
They flow so well. They write such beautiful songs. The music is just very, very musical. Um, it's been an f- interesting couple years for them. They've, they've gone their separate ways. They did solo projects. They explored different sounds. I think some of that excitement about their commercial possibility is gone. I, th- I think, uh, you know, uh, the rap world moves on. They're no longer teens anymore. You know, I, they're, they're in their 20s. It's, it's not as exciting. It's not as new. So they don't have that that same luster maybe they did a few years ago, but they do still have that same like high standard and uh, that, that same sense of artistic expectation because they make great projects. And this is a great project, maybe even their best project, which I don't say lightly. Uh, it reminds me a lot of some of what Polo G has done in the last couple of years where it's, uh, it's, it's pain rap. It's very personal. It's it doesn't hold back. It's filled with autobiographical detail. It's filled with beautiful pianos. If you love hearing people rap over gorgeous pianos, which I really do, uh, this is the record for you. And and what distinguishes them is, of course, there, there's two of them, so they can harmonize and and they they just bring this great sense of melody, even to just any verse, not just the the choruses and the hooks, but just their verses just just overflowing with melody, which I love. But as writers, I really think they're 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 two of the best writers Milwaukee has ever produced in rap. I mean, they just they do not waste bars. They write with such specificity. Um, it is unflinching. They write about things that I would be embarrassed to even quote them writing about. I mean, they just they go there. Um, there is that sense of like they are honor bound to write about something real, and they are writing about something real every single song. Um, that is a high standard to hold yourself to, and they've done it once again. It's it's an incredible project. Yeah, I agree with you that I think this this probably is the best thing that they've done. I think that the key thing here is that they've really kind of grown as writers. You know, they've 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 had to kind of mature very quickly, and obviously, their their the earlier stuff had deeper themes, had some very kind of confessional stuff, had some really painful things in there too. But I just feel like now that they are older and they've kind of gone through it a bit and they probably, like you said, kind of gone past the, um, you know, let's rage kind of phase or the let's rage expectation that might be expected for kind of more like teen uh, rappers. Um, I, I think it is, it does feel kind of more personal and, and more cathartic. Um, it, it can be a tough listen, but it's a really, really powerful listen. Yeah, it, it tough is is the word. <laughs> that is that is sort of, uh, you know, there's stories they tell on there that are that are hard to hear. Uh, but but that is that is what makes it powerful, and I do think that there's something beautiful about that too. I you know I yeah. think that these are two who could they could make a pop hit, right? You know they could they could throw a curveball or throw a ball right down the middle for a strike. It, they've they've got the talent to do that. They don't want to do that. You know they they yeah. are trying to yeah. challenge you. They are trying to give you themselves. I just I really respect it, and I think uh, no matter where their career goes, I think they're just good models for the city because I think you, you look at them and you go, man, that is, that is what a musician can be. That is, that is yeah. the standard you can hold yourself to. Absolutely. Totally agree. So this was our episode talking about our favorite, uh, Milwaukee albums of 2021. But, you know, I think it's no secret. We really didn't touch on all of them. There are a lot more. And next week on Tapped In, we will be talking about our favorite songs of 2021. And I'll be honest, Piet, 
going to be a little bit of a cheat. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to be plugging some of my favorite albums there under the guise of talking about our favorite songs as well because there are a lot more really cool projects that we want to talk about. A lot of other artists who had really really big years this year. So we are not done. We've got a lot more year-end coverage to come. Stick around for that next week. Also going to be a really great episode. I'm really really excited to talk about some more of these acts who had uh great year here in Milwaukee. In the meantime, you can find all of Piet's writing at jsonline.com. I am excited to check out that year-end list, Piet. You can find this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know that. You're listening now. You can also find us at radiomilwaukee.org. Tapped In is produced by Kenny Perez. Our handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from you, our members. We can't do it without you. Thanks to our subscribers too. Piet, I will see you next week for all those songs we want to discuss right here on Tapped In. Can't wait. See you next week, Evan.